Father and our God, the most faithful and most gracious Father, the God that is holy, gracious, marvelous in all His ways, we say a big thank you again for this morning. Thank you for the breaking of the day. Thank you for your great mercies that has brought us thus far this year. This month and this week, we give you praise. We honor your majesty, the everlasting God. We say, hallowed be thy name, O God, this morning. We pay obeisance to you that you receive our thanks in the name of Jesus. Now, I pray for this hearer, this listener. I pray for you this morning that Every gift of God in your life, every investment of God in your life, in spiritual gifts, I pray that the heavens will breathe upon them. Yes, the spirit of grace will activate them. Your inspirational gifts, your revelational gifts, your power gifts, that the God of heaven will touch afresh. They will become effective. You will not walk in the dark. The Lord will shine on you today. You will be connected to the source of life, to the source of revelation. There will be light in your spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will hear your God. He will instruct you and direct you the way you should go. Yes, you will not be misled. You will not be deceived. You will not be derailed. In the mighty name of Jesus, jealously, God will guide you. Your steps, the Lord will order right. This weekend is my prayer that the Lord will order your steps aright. In all your journeys, and in all your undertakings, the Lord will help you. You will not go the wrong direction. The Spirit of God will lead you the way you should go. In the name of Jesus. And I pray you will be safe and secured. In your outgoing and your incoming, God will be there for you. In the name of Jesus. No mishap, no loss, no setback. 
no attack, no breakdown in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. It is done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. I encourage you, dearly beloved, to please take more time in these days to pray. Take more time to wait on the Lord. Seek His face. Be instructed. Be directed by Him. And the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Don't forget again, let me remind you, because the days are just at the corner. This year's Minister's Congress uh, is for you. It's for you, for any believer that so much care, you know, yeah, for his work and service in the kingdom of God. You, 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 you want to be instructed. You want to know the mind of God. Yes, concerning your life generally and concerning your service in the house of God. This is a meeting to be. I encourage you to plan to come. Make the sacrifice. Alright? Encourage your friends to come. The date is December 2 to 4, 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. daily at Christ Proclaimers Global Mission, Trinity Road, Sabo, Ojo, Ibadan. I encourage you, beloved, come. And I believe by the grace of God, you'll be glad you did. God will be speaking to us under the theme, Thus said the Lord. There is a need to know the mind of God. There is a need to know what lies ahead, what you're supposed to do, where you're supposed to be by time. The Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Alright? We want to hear from God the heartbeat of the God of Israel at such a time like this and how to respond to this call for our nation, for the church, for our ministries, for our individual lives and families. This is a meeting I believe you need to be. May the God of heaven stand by you in Jesus' name. I encourage you to join us and please invite a friend to come. And there will be medical talk, in-depth medical discussion, question and answer, and of course, free medical examination for as many as care. I, I encourage you to come. By the grace of God, body, soul, and spirit, the Lord will preserve you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Now, this morning, uh, I'm going to advance in that discussion that we started yesterday on break that relationship. Break that relationship. Very, very important. Before now, I have talked about uh, restoring that relationship. Now, there are relationships that are very important for your life, for God's plan and purpose for your life. Such relationships are initiated by God and they are prophetic essence, all right? And uh, they are to add value to your life, help you, build you, encourage you, inspire you. Every God-ordained relationship has a purpose, all right? There is no one amongst us that God created to be isolated. You need someone around you. However, as good and as necessary 
as relationships are, there are relationships also that the devil may inspire, all right, may lure people into, and um, they they don't help, they derail, they discourage, they can, it you can, you can be you you you. Sometimes there are relationships that even lead to destruction entirely, and God must have been warning some of us, possibly about relationships that are not adding value to your lives. They are not helping your walk with God. They are not helping your relationship, even in in your family life and all of that. And you need to come to terms with this reality. I, 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 I spoke to you about Amnon yesterday, but let me quickly mention the case. One man that so much loved God, and God loved him so much, and that is the man Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was a godly man. The Bible says he did that which was right in the sight of God. But in Second Chronicles chapter 18, verse 1 and verse 2, the Bible says, Now Jehoshaphat had riches and honor in abundance and joined affinity with Ahab. He joined affinity with Ahab. Now you wonder, is there anything wrong with that? Ahab was the king of Israel. Jehoshaphat was the king of Judah. Alright, under the same God they're supposed to be, but the northern Israel have backslidden into idolatry. But Judah still remained for God and with God. Now, Jehoshaphat went to join affinity with Ahab. Here, verse 2, and after certain years, he went down unto Samaria, and Ahab killed sheep, oxen for him in abundance and for the people that he had with him and persuaded him to go up with him to Ramot Gilead. Now, Jehoshaphat went on a visit to Ahab and then that how oh, the king was so excited and entertained him lavishly. And then that relationship led Ahab to request, join me in this battle. Now, it's the beginning of that relationship, you know. You don't know the ultimate. Now, the truth was that Jehoshaphat eventually joined him on that journey. You will remember, he asked Jehoshaphat to disguise while he would dress casually. And Jehoshaphat almost lost his life. The Akas were pursuing Jehoshaphat because they thought that was King Ahab. They were to shoot at him until Jehoshaphat cried out. And God showed him mercy. In Second Chronicles chapter 20, in verse 35, the Bible says, uh, okay, let me first of all take you to 19, verses 1 and 2. Second Chronicles 19, 1 and 2. The Bible says, Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, returned to his house after God delivered him from that untimely death. He returned to his house in Jerusalem. And Jehu, the son of Ananiah, the seer, went to meet him and said unto King Jehoshaphat, Should thou help the ungodly and love them that hate the Lord? Therefore is wrath upon thee from the Lord. Can you can you hear that? Should you help the ungodly and love them that hate the Lord? I'm also, I'm also asking you this morning. I don't know who you have joined yourself with. I don't know who you join affinity with. 
Should you love those that hate God? Now, I leave that question for you. Now, this man, Jehoshaphat, had relational problem. In Second Chronicles 20 from verse 35, the Bible says, After this, the Jehoshaphat king of Judah joined himself with Ahaziah, king of Israel, who did very wickedly. And he joined himself with him to make ships to go to Tarshish, and they made the ships in Ezion Geba. Then Eleazar, the son of Dudava, of Maresa, prophesied against Jehoshaphat, saying, Because you have joined yourself with affinity, or with Isaiah, the Lord has broken thy works. And the ships were broken, that they were not able to go to Tarshish. You can imagine, you know, what this man did again. He went to join himself with Isaiah. And this was an idolatrous man. God has to send a message to him. Now, you went to join in business partnership. Do you know, even in business partnership, you have to be careful who you partner with. You can't join yourself. You are in the light. Your business partner is in the dark. It's an occult person. And you say you're a child of God. You need to rethink. God has to destroy the work of Jehoshaphat. Even though his soul was saved, but his works were broken. So, you need to re-evaluate the relationship you are into. Business relationship, alright, other relationships. You know, marital relationship, where once you are married and you are joined in covenant, it is for better for us. I will not counsel you to break your home relationship. No. But ordinary relationship, alright, except even a marital relationship, if it's now getting to a point it's endangering your life and the certainty of your survival is, is, is almost near. Now, you prayerfully, you need to prayerfully and guidedly decide what to do but you can't just walk out of your marital relationship except God instructs you to do so but other relationships you can decide to walk out of because they are not helping you now Jehoshaphat had that problem and the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15 in verse 33 only be not deceived evil communication corrupt good manners alright be not deceived. Evil communication, evil company, corrupt good manners. There are relationships that are not helping your life. They are not helping your vision. They are not helping your marriage. They are not helping your prayer life. Generally, they are not helping your spiritual growth. You need, you need to watch out. In in Second Corinthians six fourteen to eighteen, he said, "Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers." For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion has light with darkness, and what concord has light with Christ with Belial, or what part has he that believeth with an evil and what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them. 
clear instruction. Come out from among them and be ye separate. Say the Lord and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you. I will be a father unto you and you shall be my sons and daughters. Say the Lord. This is a clear instruction. If you are the one God has been speaking to even before this broadcast, I believe God is extending your grace. And before grace expires, you need to act very fast. In fact, in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 5, it said, Deliver thyself as a roe from the hand of the hunter and as a bird from the hand of the fowler. Deliver yourself. Possibly the man you are engaged to is a hunter. He's on a mission into your life. Alright, he said, deliver yourself. In Zechariah chapter 2, verse 7, Zechariah chapter 2, verse 7, he said, deliver thyself, O Zion, that dwelleth with the daughter of Babylon. Can you imagine that? Daughter of Zion, dwelling with the daughter of Babylon. What relationship? He said, deliver yourself. It's not even God coming down to deliver you. He said, deliver yourself. You walk into that relationship yourself. Walk out before your life is taken from you. I don't know who God is speaking to this morning. But I believe if you are the one, something will be resounding in your spirit. I pray that the grace to obey God and the wisdom to handle this matter, may the Lord grant unto you, you will not goove in this matter. You will not make mistakes. You will not go into error. Yes, the Lord will guide you. The Spirit of God will counsel you. In the mighty name of Jesus, your emotions and sentiment will not ruin you. The grace of God, the wisdom of God will come to your aid in the name of Jesus. God bless you. I encourage you, act now. Your brother and friend, Sunday away. Good morning.